There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Mark Blunden and this is The Leader. Tourists holidaying around the Mediterranean have been told to stay indoors as temperatures soar past 48 degrees centigrade. The unprecedented heatwave is enveloping tourist hotspots in Greece, Switzerland and Spain. Two wildfires fanned by strong winds are raging uncontrolled through coastal towns near to Athens, triggering evacuations and a huge response from emergency services, including hundreds of firefighters. The sweltering heat is forecast to soar even higher after a new cyclone called Charon hit Europe, with Sicily edging to half the boiling point of water. So how long is it due to last, and what's the risk to the human body with such chronically hot weather? To discover more, the Lead Up podcast is joined by Gareth Redmond-King, International Lead at the Energy and Climate Intelligence Unit. Gareth, what's causing the heatwave? The jet stream has pushed the area of high pressure over um, over southern Europe and is, is sitting between that area of high pressure and an area of low pressure over the UK. So having having just had the hottest June um, we've ever experienced, we are, you know, we're experiencing a, a cooler and rainier July whilst those very hot temperatures are locked in in, in southern Europe. So, so Italy is forecast today, uh, Tuesday of this week, it's forecast that it may well breach the previous record for the highest European temperature and maybe get to 49 degrees uh, centigrade in Sardinia. But we've seen temperatures, we are seeing temperatures of above 40, mid 40s across Spain, Greece, Italy, particularly the area around the Mediterranean. And, you know, that's causing some very dangerous conditions, both in terms of that extreme heat. And we, you know, we saw it get to the point where they they didn't think it was safe for people to be outside at the Acropolis in in Athens a few days ago. And it's, you know, the the very dry and very hot weather is also causing fires. We've seen some very severe fires breaking out near Athens. And I think just this morning, we've seen fires breaking out in Switzerland as well. And what's the link to climate change? On the face of it, what is causing the heat wave is the same as always causes heat waves. It's a, it's it's atmospheric circulation locks in an area of high pressure for a period and we get high temperatures. But what is different now is that every heat wave effectively has climate change's fingerprints all over it. We've heated the planet by 1.1, 1.2 degrees uh, over the last century or so. And so there is just a lot more heat and a lot more energy in the climate system. So, so every heat wave that comes along is more intense and hotter and tends to last for longer. And so that's what we're seeing at the moment 
conditions in southern Europe, in the so-called heat dome over the southern parts of the US, in Japan, in China, in many parts of the world, uh, in other parts of Southeast Asia, we're seeing very extreme heat waves being locked in and made more intense by climate change. What's the impact on the human body of such extreme temperatures? The hottest I've experienced is just over 40 degrees, which of course we experienced last summer in the UK, our hottest ever temperature. But I mean, anything anything in those tiles, it starts to put an awful lot more stress on the human body. As with any condition that we're not used to, the systems in our body start to scramble to, to deal with it and to regulate and to, and to try and keep us well. So at its simplest, when it starts to get hot, that is, you know, we start sweating so as to evaporate that moisture and lose heat that way. Blood comes to the surface of our bodies near our skin, so we flush and that helps bring heat out. We, we might pant, we might get thirsty, we might drink more water. There are lots of things that the body does to try and keep cool. Then our brain kicks in and we try and take ourselves out of the, the sun into shade, um, in, inside into cooler temperatures. Because beyond a certain temperature, the, the, the human body just starts not being able to cope very well. And that's when we start to experience symptoms of you know heat stress, heat exhaustion, heat stroke, where we start to experience dizziness and maybe nausea. And at the most extreme, you know, people people will pass out. And that's the you know, that's the point of highest danger obviously, where um, if we are not helped and if we can't um, help ourselves to, to cool our bodies down, then then that's, that causes death. And I mean, the temperatures last year, last year in Europe was the hottest summer that Europe has ever experienced. And we've just seen uh, a study come out uh, a few days ago showing that that caused 61,000 deaths across Europe. And just short of 3,500 of those were here in the UK. What more do the world's biggest polluters need to do to cut emissions, particularly the US, China, India and the EU. Actually, all four of those are doing an awful lot to cut their emissions. China is deploying renewables at a rate that causes the rest of the world to sort of pale into insignificance, even although the rest of the world is also doing rather a lot to deploy renewables. But China is spending billions upon billions to deploy wind and solar energy in particular, and to transition to electric vehicles. And I think that the Chinese electric vehicle industry is, is, is one of the fastest growing anywhere on the planet. The US has committed through various pieces of legislation something like half a billion dollars um, to investing in clean technology to replace the uh, emitting technology that it relies on for industry, for electricity, for transport. And it's, it's in effect sparked a, um, sparked a contest with the European Union. Um, that doesn't want to lose business to uh, to the US. So the, the the EU is also working very hard to to increase incentives for those same companies to um, to invest in the clean transition in the European Union. So all of these countries, and you know, it, India as well, is investing very heavily in in solar. There's an awful lot of some very big numbers of private money going into India's decarbonisation, as well as support from wealthy countries like Germany to help them to decarbonise to 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 reduce those emissions let's go to the ads coming up urban design features for london buildings to cool down why not hit follow in the meantime and give us a rating many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season, when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Welcome back. Gareth, is Southern Europe's heat bomb set to last? From what we know at the moment, and weather forecasting becomes less accurate the further out you go, but from what we know at the moment, it looks as though some of these temperatures in Southern Europe are going to last into August. And the Met Office have said that at the moment, they don't expect those temperatures to be um, experienced, us to be experiencing them in the UK anytime in the very near future. But the nature of these climate impacts, the nature of the intensifying effect that the climate is having on our on on our weather does mean that we could you know we we could well experience these uh, here and in other parts of Europe again later in the summer we almost certainly will find that this year ends up being the hottest year ever we've we've seen the hottest days that the the world has experienced ever we've seen the hottest june we had our hottest year ever in the UK last year you mentioned el nino earlier el nino is going to collaborate with climate change and make things worse this year but until we stop stop emitting greenhouse gases, we're going to carry on making this problem worse. How are cities like London uniquely impacted by extreme hot weather? And are there any building designs that are impressing you for heat-proofing urban infrastructure? You do get something that is known as the urban heat island effect, where cities and towns, they do end up being hotter than the surrounding countryside. And and that's because you've got lots of dark-coloured, heavy stone and tarmac and metal concentrated in one place with perhaps not so much greenery around it. So everything gets hotter, absorbs more heat, radiates that heat back out around us. So cities and towns tend to end up being hotter. The thing that makes the biggest difference to that in any city or town is is green space. So parks and trees, they provide shade, they help clean the air, they uh, absorb water so they can help with flooding as well when, when, when it rains. But, you know, green space in cities and towns is the most important thing in helping to sort of manage and reduce that heat island effect. And then when it comes to building design, when we go on holiday to hot countries, we just look around and, and see what you see. If you go to Greece, you see, um, you know, particularly to the islands, you see buildings that are painted white. And that's because white reflects the heat. And so it helps keep the building inside cool rather than a, a darker coloured uh, stone, which will absorb more of the heat. You see awnings over windows. Being able to, to shield the glass from the sun helps reduce the effect of heating up the inside of the house. What's the intersection between all-year seasonal food demand and the climate crisis? We, we, we should be mindful of where our food comes from in the UK. We, we import half our food from overseas, and actually about half of that comes from countries that are particularly vulnerable um, to climate impacts. So it, it is fundamentally in our interests to reduce our emissions and work with everybody else to reduce emissions to try and keep warming to 1.5 degrees um, to, to, to avoid some of the worst impacts, some of the worst threats to, you know, everyday foods that we, you know, we expect to be able to go into a supermarket and buy like coffee, tea, cocoa, bananas, rice, you know, all of these things are things that we can't grow here in the UK and that we, we have to import from areas that are struggling to adapt to um, these worsening 
climate impacts. When it comes to our own choices, we can certainly reduce our own impact. And we shouldn't, you know, we shouldn't ignore our own individual impact. Whilst it's really important to focus on the, the big emitting countries and the big emitting companies who can make biggest impact. Actually, when you look at us here in wealthy European and North American countries, we do have a very high individual carbon footprint and we can change that. There's more on this story in the Evening Standard newspaper and online at standard.co.uk. That's The Leader. We're back on Wednesday at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 